do they ever get mad at you or do you, do they ever do something or make a mistake? Do they ever go, I'm sorry, Mr. Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> I think Thanks I would take advantage of that tried. opportunity. Thanks, <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Doing Well, Doing Swell. I'm your girl, Mallory Lovings, and today's episode is extremely special. I have my dear friend, Daniel Jackson, coming on to talk about his teaching experience and a new program that he has started called Tie Tuesday. This man is making changes and making impacts in children's lives every single day. And I felt it was crucial to share his work and the results that he is getting from working with these children with my Doing Well, Doing Swell audience because Daniel's the best and he deserves the utmost respect and praise and recognition for everything that he's doing for the generations to come. We need more Daniels in this life. So without further ado, I'll let him explain. All right. I'm so excited to have you on and I'm so excited to talk to you about all of the things that I've seen you do on Facebook because I've just been watching you from afar. So the last I really know is after we left ISU, you went into teaching. So what, you've been teaching for what, six, seven years now? So I have been teaching for five years, uh, ideally ISU early. So it seems like I've been teaching a little longer because I, so this would be my, my six year entering CPS. Okay. Okay. How's it been? How's the teacher life? I think the teacher life has been awesome. It has been very difficult uh, with, you know, I would say the different types of children uh, we observe during our lifestyle. This is very different from what my upbringing was, uh, but I'm grateful to be able to teach and transform the lives of young minds. So I think the road has been difficult, but I see results. I see the fruits of my labor and my colleagues' labor. I wanted to get to that in a little bit and talk about some of the results you're seeing. But first, um, before we get into that, I want to talk about your Thai Tuesday event because you do this every Tuesday. And so what what is it all about? Like, just tell me everything. Thai Tuesday is something that I realized that would be beneficial for children. And while I was a collegiate student, uh, at Illinois State, my frat brothers, we've always were dressing in ties on Tuesday. And we called it Tie Tuesday. And then later on, I said, well, I know I can utilize this in my classroom. Children need to know how to dress professionally because in this world, we are very relaxed. And sometimes children don't understand or connect business casual, casual, formal outfits because they're just relaxed. But with Tie Tuesday, we give them an opportunity to further learn about the professional lifestyle. And since children are easy, able, well, we're able to mold them much quicker than an adult, I want them to learn at a younger age how to look professional. What does the job interview look like? What does interviewing, what does shaking hands look like? What does uh, speaking in your formal voice versus your informal voice? So on Tie Tuesday, I have these young men in the building at Dixon Elementary, and they, I give them a little pep talk about their day, uh, praying that their day goes very well, talk to them about the goals for that week or something, and then we take a picture, and I do weekly check-ins with the children, they know if they need to reach out to me, they can always come to my classroom, their parents know that they can reach out to me, and the community. With Thai Tuesday, it was first started 
at while I was student teaching in Chicago. And uh, one of my frat brothers asked me to conduct a manhood one-on-one. He asked me to demonstrate a tie Tuesday. I mean, it's a, a lesson on how to tie a tie. And so I worked with that young group. And I was like, you know, I think I can really transform these minds. Uh, and so then, of course, I brought it to the Chicago public school system. And they, uh, I bought a set of ties. They needed some ties that I already had worn. And said, hey, guys, I want you all to wear these. And then the girl said, we want to feel included. So then I got them some bowls. And over the years, now the community is donating. Uh, different states have donated. Uh, oh. There has been a surplus of ties in my <laughs> classroom. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Why do I have 500 ties over here? <laughs> <laughs> Your wall decorations are just ties hanging up on all of the bulletin boards. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I like that idea. <laughs> the board that has ties so it was something that i was fortunate to to see i guess some fruits of my labor because at first it was only for second graders and then students later were like was like can i still participate in touches and i was like yo you know what i don't mind you participating and so then their parents start requesting that they participate and Aww. then community are hearing about my classroom they're like so can we can we have our children to get in his classroom or and participate? And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know what? I don't mind as long as the school has an enrollment uh, and we get, you get in, you can, you can wear a tie on Tuesday. I love yeah. this. And the tradition continues. They will, uh, many of the young men will wear ties. And so I've had children at Dixon from ages or grades second through now incoming seventh graders. So five wow. years at Dixon. Uh, this is my sixth year going to, uh, we'll be teaching there in the fall. Nice. And you're still with second graders? I'm still with the second graders. Nice. So it carries on. It carries on. So my Aww. sixth graders, they're like, so can I participate next year? I'm like, of course you can. Of course you can. You can participate indefinitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah. I guess, how how was the kids' reaction when you first brought it up? Were people, were they reluctant? Because you know, some kids, they're like, why do I need to do this? Why do I need a professional? I'm a kid, you know? Um, like, what was the reaction when you first started? I think since not all of my children get to see men in ties, it was something that was nice for them to see because they don't always see that. And if they do, they may may see it in a context of being at church or, yeah. you know, formal events. And they didn't correlate that you can actually wear these items a tie such as a tie inside of school mm -hmm. just, some students didn't correlate that so I say yeah you can do that you can wear what you want to wear yeah. and look uh, good I, feel good and you look good and you feel good because I yeah. felt good with my ties on Tuesdays uh, so I just end up letting them know that like they can wear whatever they want on tie Tuesdays and they got attached to it I, in my entire five years of the program, there was only one parent that was not satisfied. But one thing about it is kids will tell you what they want. And her, this parent, uh, she did not want uh, her child to really participate. And her child basically started to say, well, I know what my mom wants, but this is what I, I want to do. And children start making their own choices. Yeah. And I support that child because what my job is to support children. 
and to groom, uh, I wouldn't just say groom them, but to mold them to be professional and global citizens. And a part of that global citizenship, you have to know what do people dress like in other countries? What do professionalism look like in other places such as uh, the school building or maybe a, we'll say the World Trade Center, the Willis Tower, you have to know how to look and know how to groom yourself. So one thing the children do, they, they, speak, they speak out when they want something for themselves. That's good. And it's good that you're advocating for that and supporting that. And like the teachers, you guys are, I mean, you're, you're, you're secondary parents, you know, you're who the children is spending a large majority of their time with outside of their parents. So you are an example for them. You are somebody who is going to help mold them into being good human beings. And if they do have a rough family life, you are there as like the secondary family, if you will. So it's nice that you have given the children an opportunity to learn these new aspects of life that they one may not know about but two also understand that they can wear those ties even if it's maybe like not something that's known in their family or what they've been exposed to so i definitely agree with that definitely agree our children if they want an advocate one thing i'm i've learned to do is advocate for them especially when you have a kid that is willing to speak up of like no i don't want this like they need support so that makes me happy to hear. Yeah. Kind of going back to you kind of being like a secondary parent for children. And I feel like that's kind of become more apparent since after COVID. I feel like I hear a lot of teacher friends saying, you know, like teaching is different now. We're not just teachers. We're also babysitters and we're partly doctors because we have to figure out what's wrong with them. And like, there's all of these other aspects. And from what I'm gathering is that it is kind of, uh, weighing teachers down more, uh, burning them out quicker. Um, maybe the job isn't as enjoyable for certain teachers. I wanted to ask you, since you've started Thai Tuesday and you kind of also have something that is different outside of school curriculum, how does that change the experience for you as a teacher? So looking at the burnout of teachers, that is a topic that has been an ongoing situation in education prior to COVID-19. Uh, we've learned that teachers have always been a big support in the lives of children. Parents see their children most of the time in the evenings, five days a week, and on weekends, possibly. Our children become very attached to us, so we learn their mannerisms. They learn our mannerisms. They Think of us sometimes as that second parent. They're like, hey, you know me sometimes better than my parent. I'm like, hold on, whoa. <laughs> you don't think you hear these comments from children, but they're going to tell the truth. And sometimes their problems become your problems. There's a, it's a big situation. But I've learned to have boundaries with families uh, because I don't want to receive that burnout. Uh, I do work out. I go to events. I learn how to live my own life because I want to make sure that I am comfortable with walking into that classroom. And also, I mean, if I'm tired and if I don't feel that I'm able to perform my job that well, I know I have to take a break. And that's where some people have to learn how to do because you don't want to feel so 
upset that you're tired and this now goes into your practice as an educator. Children do not deserve uh, any type of discomfort from the teacher. Yeah. Children deserve the best because they didn't create themselves and we signed up for these positions. Yes, it's a hard job. It is a difficult job. It's a tiring job, but it's a job that is rewarding for those who allow their joy to stay in the job, but you have to take breaks. And as long as you come rejuvenated, as I told you earlier, I, I vacation. I like to vacation because I believe that I'm going to work hard, but also have a good time. Yeah. And it keeps me, keeps my mind in a mood that, oh, I can do this again. I can go back into the field of working in the classroom and things like that. Yeah. You know, work hard, play harder. Work hard, play harder. <laughs> do you I, think I, that doing this like Tide Tuesday as like an extracurricular thing that is also is teaching them about real world scenarios and professionalism, but it, it is separate than the curriculum. Do you think that having that kind of be like a, it, it's like a, a midweek like switch up. Do you think that kind of like lighten thing, lightens things up and like helps you, but everybody else also in the school just maybe like lose some tension? Oh yeah, I was trying to do a study to see what what benefits Thai Tuesday to the children who are mentor. So I was looking at their behavior patterns, trying to see, and we at this at our school we do look at uh, we have a positive behavior uh, incentive. So we we're looking at children who were in my program, and that that was something I was internally in a, in a, uh, internally analyzing i was trying to see what children actually did well that day versus the day i did not have a conversation with them and i did see that it was a growth a growth model uh, because the children were behaving well and also gave them an incentive uh, i told them that i will give them a luncheon if they did their best with behaving themselves and following instructions and having good grades. That was one thing about it. You had to have good grades. So what I did was track their grades weekly. I tracked their behavior charts and I wanted to know, did they improve or did they not improve? But then also had to realize that children need grace and grace is unmerited favor. And so I told them, even though for those who have made some mistakes, I'm going to find a way to support you, but you must uh, follow my expectations. And what I did was gave them a sponsored luncheon and etiquette luncheon from the Obama Foundation. And, and I had not thought of that until... I'm telling you, they reached out to me and they were like, hey, we heard about your program. And I said, well, let me tell you right now, I need sponsorship. I said, <laughs> Period. There are, guys, there are guys who wants a good luncheon. I said, I can pay for pizza. Yeah. <laughs> but these guys want a good luncheon. And the guy, and also then my friends at the gym, they were like, Daniel. We want to support you. So then they purchased the ties for my class. I mean, Aww. not my class, the boys in my program. 
and there was about 50 ties uh, they purchased uh, for the, the students who participated in my program. And I was really appreciative because not only did I have the support of my friends and family, but also I had a bigger sponsorship. Yeah. And that what allows me to be encouraged to keep doing these things because people want to see it. Yeah. People see um, young men doing positive things. And I believe that my program is going to be something that children have never seen uh, in this lifetime because I do follow up with my children all the time and their parents know that they can reach out to me because I do care. And yeah. the children care enough to keep me informed about their lives, which yeah. I'm appreciative for. I'm, I'm eternally grateful for that because one thing about children, they don't share everything with everyone. Mm -mm. Have a good enough relationship where they can be open to you. You you need to treasure that. Yeah. The treasure and I treasure those uh, conversations that they, they have with me, even whatever privy information uh, they just let me know about. That is so cute. First off, congratulations. Like, thank you. You, you are, you're making a huge impact on these children's lives and it's, it's being rewarded and people are seeing it. And I'm just, I'm glad that that's happening for you. And I'm glad you're the person to do it. I'm not shocked at all though. I'm not shocked at all. When I saw that Thai Tuesday thing, I was like, that is such a Daniel thing to do. Um, and I'm just like, I feel like such a proud mom. I'm just like, oh my goodness, he's out here doing what like we all need to see. So just congratulations on all of that. If you could say something to any aspiring teachers, um, whether they're in student teaching or they're in school, or maybe teachers now that are dealing with burnout, like what would you say? I would say that our good days outweigh our bad days. And when we think about that, yes, we're going to have burnout. But you have to be able to think about how many good days that you've had. And think about those days that you had of difficult times. I bet you they will, the good days will always outweigh the bad days. But you have to persevere. Teaching is a difficult job. It is not the job that people walk in for a large paycheck but they're coming into this career because they care for those who are vulnerable they care for their future I told my children one thing about me is I'm very adamant about having academics in their lifestyle because I don't want to have a practitioner practicing on me and they can't count they can't measure they can't read so I'm going to work this school system because I want to make sure that someone is going to be able to take care of me as I get older <laughs> yeah I want, if I want a dream house I want that architect to know how to measure mm -hmm. I don't want the house to be one quarter smaller than what I've asked for yeah. and I don't want the house to fall down <laughs> <laughs> so I have to be practical with children and even I said well you know what I'm a person that likes to look nice so if you if I say that the, the suit should look like this I need for you to measure that suit to look like what I ask it to look like but you have to be able to listen you have to be able to be disciplined and one thing I am in that building I'm not only teaching them uh, to 
be great in the academic setting, but to have a disciplined mind. And a disciplined mind allows you to listen, allows you to be moldable and know that you don't know everything. You can learn. Having a growth mindset is something that I had to reflect on as, as a teacher, but also as a young child, because not everyone is going to be perfect. And as that person who feels that they are going through a burnout, you got to know that you need to take breaks. You need, and if that growth mindset is telling you that you need to take off that day, take off that day. Because you want to make sure that you give your children the best. Children deserve the best. Yeah. Because we want the best to be working on us when we get older. Yes, indeed. Oh, man. You just warm my heart. It, so if we wanted to support your Thai Tuesday at all, whether it's donating for ties or donating for the luncheons or whatever it may be, it, how how can we help? So st- people who would like to donate towards Thai Tuesday, they can always zail um, my number or email at jackson.daniel1 at gmail.com. Or they can always uh send a check to my school and put in the memo Tie Tuesday Foundation. Uh, and that's one thing I, I am working on getting Tie Tuesday as a business uh, because I want to be able to have people support this organization uh, in the future. And I've already received uh, numerous, as I said, numerous of ties, but I would like an incentive where I can sponsor these students to go to colleges I want to be able to fund more ties, even have them uh, get tailored shirts and uh, bow ties and anything that they desire, because they are the ones that said, hey, we want this luncheon. I said, well, you want this luncheon and you want me to pay for it? That means you're going to have to work because I'm going to work to get the luncheon done. Yeah. So I, I tell them all the time, it's a system. I have to work, you work, but you give me what? I ask of you, I will give you what you ask of me, no less. It's going to be far greater than what you expect. And I'm, I really want to thank my brother's keeper foundation, uh, part of the Obama foundation who supported me uh, with this Thai Tuesday program because they sponsored that luncheon and those children were so excited to receive something inside their own school where they're comfortable at. They, they dress, I'm telling you, they, those gentlemen, they dressed so professional. I, I was just impressed with everything. And, and I'm, and even we had an etiquette luncheon. They were like, Oh, Mr. Jackson, elbows off the table. I was like, Oh my goodness. You all are learning <laughs> at the right time, at the young age, even this is the fork to use. And of course I'm going to play along with them. Like, Oh, I don't know any of this. But I was appreciative that they retained the information. Yeah. Uh, and I was just appreciative of the found the My Brother's Keeper organization for really supporting my Tie Tuesday program because that's something I did not even expect. Yeah. Tell you, I did not expect it. You get the reward of people seeing how your good work is paying off. And then you're also getting the reward of the results from your students and how happy yeah. they are. So Definitely. it's just a, 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 a mixture of magicalness. <laughs> um, 
and and you're seeing you're seeing the fruits of your labor with the kids grades and them showing up and being professional and retaining the information so it's just all goodness yeah i yeah i'm appreciative every day i have to think about how can i make a mark on our future generation and what is my legacy and i think that Thai tuesday is going to be something that going to allow me to remember uh, yeah. for my life and I know the children have already started to think about my legacy because I asked them uh what was their what will be their legacy and one one child said well I know your legacy is Thai Tuesday I said oh well I guess that's going to be my legacy that's <laughs> my legacy they're going to remember on Tuesday Mr. Jackson mm -hmm. said where's the tie at <laughs> and you know every time that they are as they're getting older and every time they tie a tie they're going to think of you immediately <laughs> They're going to be at their wedding, tying their tie. I wouldn't have known this if it wasn't for Mr. Jackson. <laughs> I appreciate you to hear a, such a, story like, a great story like that. I also like that you emphasize that even if children make mistakes, that you will still find a way to support them. Um, there was a documentary or something, maybe it was a podcast. I don't know what I was listening to, but they had talked about how positive reinforcement actually does make a difference, even if there are some mistakes or there needs to be some some punishment or whatever, but that still, if it's positive reinforcement, that goes way further than any type of negativity or like major punishment. Yeah. And the, that's one thing I, I believe in consequences strongly. However, I do believe that when you are positively reinforced, you get better results. Yeah. And children need positive reinforcement because they are all learning they they are learning and adults have to realize that they made mistakes you can't expect a child or hold them accountable for being a perfect person as an adult i know i make mistakes all the mm -hmm. time and i'm I, i'm willing to apologize when i've done wrong yeah. so i want to make sure that people think think about their choices and the choices that they've made they can't be be perfect and we don't want to hold our children to that standard of being perfect because our world is not perfect yeah even when, you, when they say oh practice practice um what is it what's the saying practice makes perfect or something yeah yeah practice makes perfect practice makes improvements yes practice does not always mean perfect because perfect means something different to you than to me mm-hmm and we have to think about those uh, sayings when we're speaking to children, because we want to make sure that our children know that we care enough to give them grace. Grace, as I said, is unmerited favor. And we don't deserve grace. But the thing is, we know that children need that grace because we want them to grow from their mistakes. Yeah. Practice makes progress. Practice makes progress. I love that. Practice yeah. makes progress. Yes. Well, on that note, do you have anything else you would like to add before we wrap up? Well, if they would like to support Thai Tuesday, I definitely encourage them uh, to look at our website, even look at the Fox video uh, on the Dixon website, Dick, Arthur Dixon Elementary School, and you can look at Mr. Jackson's classroom, or you can always Google um, Mr. Jackson's Thai Tuesday uh, program and that will be something 
that they can see how our children are benefiting from the Tie Tuesday program. And then I was able to help sponsor the children to go to different things that they wanted to. Like I, I utilized, I took some mentees uh, to Illinois State, sponsored them to Illinois State and got them items because of the Tie Tuesday Foundation money. Uh... And I was really happy that they were able to, I was able to utilize someone else's funds to help support some, some other yeah. kids. Yeah. And then they got to see what a college campus looks like that's not in their, you know, neighborhood. Yep. And not in and not in their norm of thinking because their parents, they, some students' parents did not go to college mm. and they don't think about these things. So I want to make sure that if I can't support them, I'm going to do that. This year, I'm trying to be creative and see if I'm going to do bow ties or do I do a pin because I want to now change it up because I want children to keep that momentum, basically. Yeah. I actually just got my certification to become a principal because I was like, I need to find a way. Okay, Mr. So, principal. That's exciting. You would be a bomb principal. I appreciate it. The coolest. And you're going to implement all of these cool things. You already got Tie Tuesday. Who already? Who knows what you're going to implement moving forward, you know? And you didn't even start Tie Tuesday with the intention of it being something huge. And look at it. That is very Daniel fashion of you. Thank you. Cheese and rice. I just, I can't believe one. I can't believe I haven't seen you in like five years, five six years. years. But two, I'm just like, you're living up to the Daniel Jackson aura like you you're living up to yourself you're contributing to other people's lives and all of these kids lives and then everybody around you in your life you already touched them like we already been seeing that years ago so I'm just like it freaking warms my soul it, it really does I appreciate, it. I appreciate I, it. I, you have like such a grasp on life and you know how to keep going and it's inspiring it's funny because you're saying grasp on life and we really figuring out what we're doing next <laughs> But you know that you're like, what's next? Because I can't keep going without burning out. Like that right there is a, a huge key to maintaining your sanity and, and your momentum. Well, well thank you for thanks. coming on. It's been a pleasure talking to you, catching up with you. And I'm excited for all of my listeners to hear what Daniel Jackson has to say and what he's doing. Because I appreciate it. Definitely. All right, then. Well, I will speak to you in the near future. Yes. Thank you, Daniel, for joining Doing Well, Doing Swell and coming on and sharing all of your success, your wisdom, your insight, and your hope and excitement that you have for the next generation of kids coming up. It's really inspiring to see. If you would like to donate to Daniel's Tie Tuesday Foundation, you can email him, like he said, at jackson.daniel at gmail.com. I'll put that in the description below. You can also just message me personally, and I'll help you get connected with Daniel or get any funds that you want to donate to him. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at Miss Mallory Lovings. You can shoot me an email at insidemallorysbrain at gmail.com. Thank you all for listening, for tuning in, and for supporting. Remember to be well and stay swell. I'm your girl, Mallory Lovings. Peace.